How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. His name is John Cena. John Cena. All right. Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. I'm Zach. I'm here with Jay and Spencer. Say hello, boys. Hello. Hey, guys. Welcome freaking back. It's been. It feels like it's been a while talking to y'all, boys, uh, about football and all this podcast stuff about the foosball heck yeah man um we uh we recorded it a little bit in advance for a couple episodes so spencer could go and get sunburnt on his little vacay true um while jay and i was back here and working our butts off so hey now and no no don't worry um my vacation will probably come soon enough with everything going on uh, with the COVID. So, um, if you guys been uh, watching our previous three episodes, we've gone over the NFC offense and defensive players. And now, last week we went over um, AFC offensive players. And now we are doing the defense. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have a nice couple heated debates about some positions on defense because I believe... Uh, couple guys deserve to be higher than they are rated but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when it comes um, before we get to, into it uh, lifefuels.com everybody okay life fuels is a smart bottle that helps you you, you know what you're here in the ad I promise you're here in the ad by Spencer but go to lifefuels.com use the code three idiots get 10% off anything over 100 bucks simple as that they got new flavors new look to the fl- of the the fuel pods they look cool they look pretty sweet um i think they have four new flavors three or four new flavors um pretty pretty good i've actually had i've had one of them um passion fruit one a uh, dragon fruit excuse me dragon fruit one oh delicious the sour um, apple is looking pretty pretty delicious yeah, too the sour apple yes, looks is. yeah the sour apple looks good Jay, you love your your apple pucker, dude. So you think you like apple stuff, right? <laughs> I love everything sour apple. So yeah, yeah, you might, you would love that one. Um, and what's up? And if you're just a hipster, they now uh, Life Feels now have shirts, and they are super comfortable. I wear them as my undershirt at work under my scrubs. So same. I, I'm actually wearing those up as well. They're awesome. They are. They're very very soft, dude. Oh, they're very, they're very nice material. Yes. Yeah, actually, I, uh, I've, I, we have a couple of them, and uh, my wife wears them. I wear them, and they're super soft and comfy. They, you know, they. I, uh, I, I had a tweet. I, I put a tweet out while I was doing a home workout, and I was gonna do a post a, 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 vi- a picture on my on our Twitter with our Life Feels shirt, but my my daughter needed to be burped, and she puked all over my shirt, and <laughs> Life Feels uh, rep- uh, replied back to us and everything, so. You know, it's a uh, tough life out here with the Life Fuel shirt getting puked on. But. <laughs> it's a tough life out here. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, so let's kick it off with our defensive uh, AFC and the AFC defensive players. Uh, so we're going to start with defensive back safety. Safeties. Here we go. All right. So who would like to go first? Um. I'll step up and go first. Dad a boy. Get it, Jay. All right. So the list the top two I think well, yeah. Top two I think are the two best. And it could be kind of one A, one B, and then the other three are just a little ways off. Not too much, but 
a little bit. But anyways, uh, number one corner for me is uh, Marcus Peters from Baltimore. Uh, came over in a trade from the Rams before they got Jalen Ramsey. Wait, they're doing safeties. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, safeties? Yeah, my bad. I thought we started at corners. Whoops. My bad for not listening. All right, safeties, number one. Kind of the same thing. The top two are, I'd, uh, I'd say top three are kind of 1A, 1B, 1C. Yeah. But uh, first safety, Justin Simmons from Denver. Hmm. I was reading up. He was targeted something like uh, 64 times last year. He had four touchdowns, I believe, and only gave up, or he had four interceptions and only gave up one touchdown on those 64 targets. Uh, dudes, uh, they've been having him play a bit more in the box lately, so he's a true play wherever uh, you want to put him type safety. can do it all. Number two, Devin McCourty from the Patriots. I think at least one of, one of the three of us are going to have him at number one. He's been a very good safety for a pretty long time, whether it be in uh, New England and where was he before New England? Was it Cleveland or Tennessee? Mm. I think this Devin, because his brother plays for Tennessee. His brother played for Tennessee. I'm not, I think, I'm right? not totally sure. Well, one of them played for Tennessee, and I think the other one might have played for Cleveland. But, uh, yeah, he led uh, the Patriots secondary in what was a historically great secondary. So I think he was one of the leaders in uh, interceptions this year with about six or so. Um, yeah, Devin McCourty's very smart player. I don't know if he calls the plays for the defense, but it wouldn't surprise me. Probably adjust the coverage schemes because dude's a smart safety. Very smart man. Uh, More of the coverage safety, but he's a pretty good tackler, but they don't play him in the box too much. All right. Uh, Number three, some Pittsburgh Steelers. I got Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, Was traded for a first-round pick from the Dolphins, I think, in like week four last year uh, when the Steelers thought they were going to make a run before Roethlisberger went down. Uh, dude's a great cover safety, very athletic, tall, lanky, everything you want in a covered safety. He can do it like Devin McCourty. He's a sure tackler, no problems, um, wrapping up a tight end or running back in space. Uh, it's quick enough to stay with a slot receiver. Dude's dude will probably, if he stays playing how he is, he'll probably be the number one safety in the AFC in two or three seasons. Yeah, he's a young guy, uh, so he's not that old. Yeah, he's only like 23, 24, I think. Yeah. Like, he's super young, and to be that good already, it bodes well for his career. Uh, number four from the Baltimore Ravens, I got Earl Thomas. Uh, dude's a legend. He was all pro in uh, Seattle, went over to Baltimore, and while he's in his early 30s now, had some trouble with injuries. He's still going pretty strong. Um, got ran over a few times by uh, Derrick Henry in the playoffs last year. Yeah, but who doesn't, but, right? <laughs> True. Right. Who's a wrecking ball. Um, Earl Thomas can still cover. You probably don't want him on a slot safety, so he's more of that center field zone type uh, safety. Usually a sure tackler, but uh, 
had some trouble with the bigger running backs last year, but uh, even though he's still in his early 30s, he's uh, still going pretty strong. Happy to see that because uh, love the Legion of Doom over in uh, Seattle back yeah, when that was a thing. One of the greatest, I think, one of the greatest defenses ever step on a field. I forget. Was it Legion of Doom or Legion of Boom? Boom. Boom. That's yeah, Legion yeah. of Boom. Boom, baby. Legion of Doom's a tag team, a former tag <laughs> yes. team in WWE. Correct. Way Correct. back in the 90s. Back in the day, man. Uh, his son, one of, the, one, of the, one of those guys' son played for the Packers. Really? Uh, yep. Hawk. Huh. Uh, Hawk. Uh, Hawk. Yeah. He played the Packers. He was a linebacker with... Um, when Clay Matthews, when that defense was kind of scary, back when Clay Matthews was playing, uh, and he was like Clay in his Matthews prime. And AJ Hawk. That yeah, that's Hawk. That's his. Uh, that's the son of. Uh, I can't remember one of the guys. God, um, I wanted the Lions to draft him so bad. Yeah, yeah, he's a freaking beast. Um, all right, so I'll go next. Um, hey, I got one. More oh, yeah, five. Bud. Sorry, my bad, bud. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, Jamal Adams from the Jets, who might who won't be on the Jets for much longer. Yeah, uh, maybe the best box safety in the NFL right now. Um, dude blitzes. He's super quick off the snap. Um, sure tackler forces fumbles. Can play pass defense, but you probably want him to play a bit more zone than man because while he's athletic, he doesn't exactly have the cover skills you really want to be left on a man to man against the receiver or even a tight end. But, uh, yeah, he's still fairly young, still very athletic, still a uh, lace the woods. So whoever gets him, I think will be getting a great safety. Yeah, they are. Ooh. He's a uh, he's an immediate upgrade at safety for every team in the league. Just yeah, about for yeah. sure. I agree. I'd agree. Oh man, great Gillespie! It's a great way to start it off right there, bud. Um, yeah. I like the way you do it right yeah. there. Oh, yeah, great song by the way. Um, okay, so <laughs> Jay, I have I have um our top three is is like the same, but it's just a little bit moved around. Um, I actually put Fitzpatrick at number one, um, because I think he's I think he's going to be that guy that the safeties in the AFC is going to look look at and go, oh, he's the best one in the AFC and possibly the NFL. And I actually have to say, I think the AFC has the best safeties in the whole NFL. Uh, based off all the teams, those guys are scary. I mean, you got the Saint, uh, you got the uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you got the Chiefs, I know, and you got um, the Jets. The Jets have a very a decent uh, decent safety uh, core back there. And but uh, Pittsburgh, I think, like you said, you put everything on the nail, nailed it in right there on that board, man. He, Fitzpatrick is so dominant when he's back there. Um, Let's see. He he okay. He allowed one touchdown in coverage, um, and uh, five interceptions and nine pass breakups. Uh, the quarterbacks uh, when they played against him, he had a they had a forty six point three passing rating and a fifty two percent completion rate when they targeted him. Um, that's that's crazy. Um, but yeah, he looks like he's going to be one of the most one of the best safeties uh, for a long time. So I have him number one. I think he's he deserves it. Uh, let's see, number two. I won't disagree with you. Yeah, number two. Um, oh crap, my list. Uh, I have Derwin James from the Chargers. Um, so he was hurt last year, right? He only played five right. games. Um, mm-hmm. he had a, cr- had a had a amazing rookie year. 
Um, and he, he proved that he had the potential to be the best safety in football someday. Um, so this is a someday pick. Um, hopefully this year he's coming back this year strong. Um, I actually follow um, the Chargers on Twitter there, and he, his videos are always popping up on their Twitter and the way he, the, his workouts and stuff. He looks good. Um, and if he can stay healthy, he will he will be the top, uh, he'll rank at the top uh, five again. Um, his ability to line up at multiple positions, he makes a huge impact, um, and he's. He's under He's he's unmatched um, by any other defender currently in the league. So he stays healthy. Watch out. Uh, number three, uh, Earl Thomas. The man is a legend. Like he said, he's you can't say anything bad about him. He's a he's a he's a great guy out on and off the field. Um, you know the the thing he did with when Seattle went with uh, the Pete Carroll. That's it's okay. Whatever. But you know he was he was beaten and torn and he, he went to a war every time he was in Seattle. That defense was so bad to the bone, and he just wore his body out. Um, so yeah, he was he was part of the best defense uh, defense team in the in in this era, um, and he continues to do it when he was over. He's over now in uh, Baltimore. So um, and last year he gave up zero touchdowns, had a forty four percent completion rating. Um, and a uh, 24, 24.2 passer rating when targeted. Um, so, yeah, he's. I think he already has his ticket punch to uh, to the Hall of Fame, but he's my number three. Yeah, three. Uh, number four, Earl, uh, Earl Thomas. Uh, Jamal Adams. Uh, he is. Uh, Le'Veon Bell came out and said that the Jets do not, don't need to trade him. And. Uh, Give him his money. Uh, he wants his money. He deserves it. I think he's one of the. He's he's a great run defender, like you said. He's a great pass rusher. Uh, he's let's see. He's allowed. He just allowed. He he allowed fifty eight yards after the catch last year. He just he he goes after that quarterback man. He had six and a half sacks and thirteen quarterback hits last year. Um. So if the if the Jets don't pay him, it may be the most Jets thing they've ever done. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But he's my number four, and let me go to my number five. Where is it? Uh, Devin McCourty. I have Devin McCourty. He could go up there. He could. He'll he'll be a number two. He'll be number three. But I just like where I I like my um my number two future right there. I think he he needs to be up there. Uh, you you put everything you said is pretty much what I was gonna go with. Um, the man, D- McCordy, he he's only last season he only allowed a sixty one point a six sixty one point zero passing rating, so sixty one I guess uh, when targeted, um, and just about just about one hundred twenty five yards after the catch. So the dude is a monster. He's he does read that he reads the offense very well what's look look like he he changes the the back uh changes up there changes the system in the back there calls some different stuff and he's you know he's like a linebacker with calling plays and he's watching everything and he's just a different animal man he he's definitely a man you would want on your team to lead your team because he's the perfect perfect man for that you know so so yeah, that's my five. Oh yeah, Dip. I was gonna say Derwin James would have been on my honorable mention list. 
and and I'm I'm hope I and I'm wondering I left the one fact off that he was hurt is what yeah. kept him out of the top right. five yeah. for me. Right, and I'm I'm thinking Spencer, you're gonna have one of the guys that we didn't have on there that are on my own mention. So go ahead, I'll I'll see if you put them on there. If not, I'll all right. Talk so about them. Re- recapping, you what was your what was yours one through five again? Just uh, it was um. Uh, let's see, hold on. I went back. Okay, so I had Fitzpatrick. Yep, you had Minka. Yep, and then uh, Darwin James. Yep, Earl Thomas, Jamal, Jamal Adams. Adams, and um. Uh, Devin McCourty. Yeah, Devin McCourty. Devin McCourty. Okay. All right. Well, our, our, we're all kind of like in the same general area here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think I think we all have different number ones, though. Um, my number one, I gave it to Earl Thomas, and the reason being is the consistency, longevity, and just the production he's had since he's been in the league. Obviously we all know about the Legion of Boom days. We've just, we already brought that up. Um maybe the best defense we've seen in the last 15 20 years, you know. Historically it was the historically best yeah. ever passing wise at least or right, right. running against the pass. Like you didn't yeah, you, you didn't want to mess with them back there. So but and he's still really really productive player with with Baltimore. I think Baltimore was a really good situation for him to land in when he became a free agent. So uh, I gave Earl Thomas the number one. Um, yeah, like I said, longevity, a production type deal. Uh, my number two, I gave to Jamal Adams. His was more of a, he's the, my opinion, I think he's the best up and coming safety in the AFC, yeah. maybe even the NFL. I'd still give it to Minko, but carry on. Um, just talent wise, he's, you know, he's just insane. He, he tackles well, he covers well. You, I mean, you guys covered it god you already did all my talking for me <laughs> um number three i have minka um he and jamal adams jay like you said you'd give it to minka i gave it to jamal i just think he's got i think he's a little bit more talented of a kid uh, but minka's right there um the steelers defense another one traded to the steelers where he fits perfectly into that defense and just makes him better um uh, he's number three number four um, who did I have at number four? I'm losing my train of thought. Oh, number four, I have Tyron Matthew from the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, another ahead. guy who's been doing it. There. I I love me some Honey Badger, dude. He's uh he's one of those guys that you know people kind of kind of quit on him when he had all those issues at LSU and the, like fell in the draft and still pissed we passed on him. Uh huh. Twice. Twice. Yeah, I know. But um, made the most of his opportunity in Houston, and then I uh, went to the Chiefs, and obviously became really one of the centerpieces of that defense that helped him win the Super Bowl. Um, he's been, you know, one of another guy. He's been his whole career. He's been consistent. He's produced every year. Uh, really good player. Love him. And then number five, uh, I went with Devin McCourty from the Patriots. Another guy. Like I have a lot of guys who've been consistent on my list. I like consistency. It is key. You know? Yes, it is key, especially when you're a corner and a safety. It, it really is. But yeah, no, another guy has been excellent his entire career. Um, thrives in the Patriots defense under Bill Belichick. A lot of guys do even guys who weren't really considered, you know, that good. Um, but if you fit your role well and, and you do your job like Bill Belichick says, you'll be a good player. And he is, uh, he's excelled. 
So he's my number five. And then my honorable mention would have been Derwin James as well, but the injury kept him off my list too. Yeah, what about Justin Simmons? You guys um, from Denver, he was he had a great he had a great yeah, year. He was my year. number one. Yeah, Jay's number one. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I, I uh, him... go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, Justin Simmons, um, I did read up on him a little bit. Uh, he had a really good year. Um, for me, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know enough about him. I don't watch enough Denver Broncos games, and I don't. Uh, I haven't been really paying attention because the Broncos weren't very good last year. So um, I didn't know a lot about him. I did read up on how good of a year he had. Um, I, you know, If he comes out and has another really good year, he'll probably slide into that top five for me. Um, do you guys think the AFC has the best safety? Uh Safeties in the, or best, yeah, best safeties in the in the league. As a, as a, as a whole, as a whole, yeah. I think the AFC safeties are probably a little better than the NFC. Yeah, a little bit better. Um, like uh, we talked about, Minka and Jamal Adams is probably the two best up and coming safeties in the league. Um, yep, I sure. think top what top wise AFC is a little bit better. Um, I know to, on our uh, podcast two weeks ago when we went over the NFC defense, we all had different safeties, so it's deep. But, I mean, yeah. the Vikings probably have the best sa- best two best safeties in the NFL, or a group of safeties, I should say. And then you've got a bunch of – you've also got two rookies in the NFC who could be maybe Jamal Adams and Mika Fitzpatrick Light. We don't know yet, but – yeah, AFC probably does have the better safeties at the moment. At the moment, yeah. Okay, cool. I know I, I agree with that. Um, all right, beautiful boys. Let's go on with corners. The corner. The beautiful backs. corners. Well, you know who I have at number one there. Well, let Jay let, let Jay uh, recap his top two and then continue. <laughs> uh, okay, I only I only shared my top one. But your top uh, one. That's right. Yeah. Like I said, for me number one, Marcus Peters. Now in Baltimore, got traded away from the Rams before uh, they added Jalen Ramsey. Uh, um, I think he's a pretty solid corner. He was really good with the Chiefs. Didn't live up to expectation with the Rams and then had had a, pre- a very good year in Baltimore, I think. Uh, since his rookie year, which was, I think he's been in the league for five years, no one's had more interceptions than Marcus Peters um, with 27. The next That's closest nuts. person to, behind him Crazy. has 17. Damn. Uh, last year, he was a little up and down. He allowed five touchdowns and ha- but had five picks. He got, I think he only allowed two of those touchdowns when he was in Baltimore and had four of the picks in Baltimore. So I think having a full season in that defense, he's going to do a lot better than he did last year. I don't know why he didn't work out well with the Rams, but. Some players just don't work well on certain teams. Yeah, very true. Well, he didn't work. He didn't work well with the Rams or the Chiefs too when he was with the Chiefs as well. He was, he was pretty good with the. Chiefs. He was really good with the Chiefs, and um, I know when they when they got rid of him. My, you know, I have family that lives in Kansas City. They were not happy about it because they they loved him. But it was a the contract it, thing. It no, it was uh, from what I heard. It was more of a personality thing. He didn't really with the coaching staff so the trade plus he's more of at least in kansas city he was more of the boomer bust type of thing like mm-hmm. he was 
wasn't the greatest cover corner, but he came up with big plays, like he got picks. So I would assume that made him a little more expendable. Plus, if he was having uh, issues with the coaching staff, then let him get uh, shipped out to L.A. But I think in Baltimore, yeah. he's going to be amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Full-time full time in that defense, he's going to be really good. Right. Alrighty. <laughs> At number two, Stephon Gilmore for uh, the Patriots. So, like I said, Marcus Peters had 27 interceptions over the last five years. The second person had – or. Second closest person had 17, and that's the fun Gilmore. Uh, dude's just been a solid corner since being in the league. Uh, last year, the quarterbacks threw at him 97 times, and he only gave up 48 catches and one touchdown. So a catch rate under 50%. That's like uh, Jeff Okuda numbers at Ohio State this that's year. That's crazy. like otherworldly, yeah. especially in the NFL. Um, he had six interceptions and played for a historically good pass defense, so not much else I'm going to throw out there. And number three, which might uh, come as a bit of a surprise, is Tredavious White from the Buffalo Bills. Um, I like that. Consider- I like that a lot, actually. Uh, considered maybe the best zone corner in the NFL. Uh, didn't allow a touchdown on 88 targets last year while still having six picks. That's nuts. Uh, especially for a zone corner. I feel like the man-to-man corners are the more uh, interception, getting more picks, or the safety who drops in the zone. But zone corner getting six interceptions pretty, uh pretty damn good. Yeah, that's right. He's very and plus he's young. He's I think that was only his second or third year in the NFL. He got drafted in that seventeen draft in the two thousand seventeen draft. He was a first round pick, I do believe. Yeah, so uh, he's definitely still got room to grow, and he plays on a pretty. I don't how to describe the Buffalo Bills defense. Solid, I guess is the right word. They're just not. Yeah, not amazing. Better than good. It's solid. They, solid. They defense. do. They play their roles well, and they're scrappy. Yes, scrappy. They're all white guys. They're all scrappy it's gym like, rats. What, like remember Kyle Williams, the D tackle that played for them forever. Yes. Yeah. He was. He was a monster. But everybody, no one knew about him because he played for the freaking Bills. <laughs> uh, if you were smart, you knew about. True. Him. I mean, if you're a real football fan, you knew about him. But although, yeah, the Bills have been crap for. Quite a while until they uh, started getting their shit together a little bit oh, recently. Yeah, for real. So it happens when you hire a competent coach. Right. And a competent GM. A lot of his trades have been uh, kind of confusing, but so far most of them would work, have worked out, I'd say. I think you got a pretty good deal for uh, Stefan Diggs, Yeah, they too. got a great deal for yeah. Stefan Diggs, yeah. Although I did think they traded away Stefan Gilmore, right? Because I don't think the Patriots drafted him. Uh, free agency. Free agency, right. Yep. And then they traded... Uh, Orlando Darby to the Eagles for Kiko Alonso, who uh, yep. Yep. I don't yeah. even know if he plays in the league anymore. Kiko? Uh, yeah. He played for the Saints last, I think. Ah, uh, okay. He's, ever, after he tore his ACL or whatever that injury was, he bounced around a lot. He hasn't been the same. Gotcha. Um, All right. Um, yeah, he's, he still plays for the Saints. Okay. All right. Uh, number four, who I know is also on Dip's list, Byron Jones for the Dolphins. Yay! Uh, (laughs) 
Yes, well, he, his stats don't pop up. At least the stats uh, you can easily see. Like he's only had two interceptions in the last five years. Dude just doesn't get targeted. Last year he got targeted fifty three times and only allowed thirty catches. Yeah, uh, he's a great he's a great covered corner. He's just not a flashy one. I think he's overpaid in Miami, but oh uh, yeah, Dallas is gonna miss him for sure. But you got to think, though, him and Xavier and Howard. Oh, filthy. Yeah, they do make a very good team. Mm -hmm. Just five years, $82 million is quite a bit. Yeah. He's making more than Darius Slay. (laughs) Which is, although, if Darius Slay is trying to get more money, so. Yeah, greedy, greedy bastard. All right. And running up the list is the other McCourty brother, Jason McCourty from the Patriots. Nice. Uh, been super solid. Um, he he can play outside corner. He can guard the slot. He had his, no wonder, but he had the best uh, uh, season of his career last year. Like I'm pretty sure every def- uh, past defender on the Patriots did. Yeah, right. Um, he allowed 28 catches on 49 targets for 260 yards, no TDs. Uh, he had one pick and then an opponent passer rating of. 63.3%, which is the lowest in his career. Uh, when you're going on the other side of Stefan Gilmore, you got to throw it at one of the corners. And Jason, I don't know what to say, didn't back down. He uh, put up the numbers, which is why, huge reason why the Patriots, like I keep saying, had a historic defense last year, a historic pass defense in 2019 where teams throw the ball more than ever is crazy. I like it. Beautiful, Jay. Beautiful. So I'll go, I'll go, I'll go behind you, Jay Bird. I, I like your list there. Um, I have number one, uh, Gilmore as well. You covered him. He's done great things. Um, he's, I think he, uh, he became the best cover man coverage cornerback in the NFL. And then also the best slot defender, all that, you know, he's, he's great. Nobody, but you know that that New England defense is scary. You could you could really put the uh, three guys in your top three, you know, uh, just for the NFC, the AFC alone. Um, number two is also Tre'Davious White from the Bills. I think he has more to prove than everybody in the AFC this year. I think if he wants that Bills defense to be relevant and looked at like, oh, we're, we shouldn't be a laughing stock of the AFC anymore. We're not the laughing stock of the AFC anymore. Let's um let's play and then uh, um. I have number three, you, uh, J.C. Jackson for the Patriots as well. Um, he's he's yeah he's had uh, he's had help all help a lot of help around him, um, but his numbers are great. Uh, let's see, uh, no he had last season no cornerback with at least fifty percent of his team's defensive snaps allowed a lower appoint, opponent passing rating than Jackson, thirty five point nine. Uh, he allowed just 31 catches on 65 targets for about 328 yards and one TD, and he had five interceptions. So he has very good numbers. Uh, he's quick, he's strong. He's a uh, he can read defenses, uh, offenses very well. And I mean, there's three guys in that fi- on the f- on the field at once for New England that you are be scared to throw around. So it's going to be interesting to see now that they have Cam Newton in that offense if he can click in that offense. Uh, it's going to be scary. It's going to be a scary team to watch play. It's uh, 
Maybe healthy cam equals Patriots being maybe really good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I have him at my number three. Uh, my number four, I have uh, Denzel Ward from the Browns. You, you, <laughs> you stole my thunder. I feel like he would have been on at least one of your guys' yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, on mine too. So serves it, man. He's uh. They were average, and that whole defense pass even was about average last year. Uh, but uh, they played a lot of zone coverage. And uh, let's see, Ward just allowed about 31 catches on 69 targets for 426 yards. Had two picks last season. Um, so I'll let you go more detail on him, but he's, he's a good one to watch. So number four. Um, number five is Byron Jones. This man just got a big fat contract, right? He only he got had that money. He got that money when he was in De- when he was in um, uh, Dallas. He only had two picks over five seasons. Why in the hell are they paying that kind of money? But again, Miami is now have has one of the has I think now has one of the top secondaries now with adding him just because his presence uh, on the field. You know, Jay said it. He had the thirty. You know, he only allowed thirty catches for about 300, 330 yards, and it was only one hundred sixty yards after the catch. So that's pretty good on uh, thirty catches. So I think he turned that Miami's defense around uh, to be pretty strong. So that's my five. Dolphins made some good signs. They did. They really I think good they are, they're, they're going to be much improved. I mean, not a playoff team, but more than Close. maybe five, maybe yeah. maybe seven or eight wins. Yeah, and then if, they, if they can get a decent round, a decent draft pick next year, they'll have you know some more building tools to make you know make the team even bigger in a couple of years. Oh, they might be you, something. You, you got a whole year of letting Tua learn behind Fitz and yep, yep. Be- let him learn behind the man, yep. the myth, the behind legend, the greatest quarterback rover like roaming quarterback of all time yeah for sure all right spencer go ahead but uh my number one dip is i think wait is it same as yours stefan gilmore yeah same as all yep all three of us all of us yep stefan gilmore number one for all of us i think that's pretty easy um he just his his stats speak speak for themselves and you don't you don't throw at him like you just don't it's just a bad idea uh number two um, I have, uh, God, I can't talk. I'm losing my crap. I do. I have Marcus Peters. Um, he, uh, you know, he kind of fell off a little bit when he went to the Rams, um, but he wasn't bad. Uh, kind of redeemed himself with the, with the, uh, Ravens last year. And like Jay said, full year in that defense, I think is going to do him a lot of, a lot of good. Um, number three, I have Denzel Ward. Uh, I think he's, Maybe, maybe the best up and coming corner in the in the league right now. Like in terms of like age and talent, um, the the interception numbers people are gonna, people bring up because he's only got I think he's only got two. He only had two last year, I do believe. But like Dip said, was it thirty like thirty catches and on sixty one targets? It's uh, less. That's like what is it fifty percent? So he's a he's a good one. I think he's. I think he's earned it. He's had a. He's been pretty consistent over his first first three years. I like him a lot. Number four, I have Tre'Davious White from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, another. I I love Tre'Davious White. Um, I think he's one of the reasons that defense was so good. Uh, you know, 
the Bills are kind of like, I don't want to say they're the Patriots, but they're kind of like the Patriots in the way that they find guys and get the most out of their talent. Um, Cause you know, the Bills are the Bills and no one expects them to be good, but right. they just, they find a way to get you to they're play sneaky well. good. and the coaching. Yeah. The coaching staff does a good job of bringing out your talent and making sure um, they get the most out of you. Dip, I did, I dude, I honestly did think about J.C. Jackson as well. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um. At, but at number five, he needs he needs yeah, to be looked one. at, man. He's no, he's been good since he's been in New England. Um. And I didn't include Byron Jones. Um. I'm just not that huge a fan of him. My number five is Desmond King from the Lo- the Los Angeles. Chargers. Very underrated corner. I will Very say. Under- yeah. Okay. Yes. Very underrated corner. Um, he's been very good since he's gotten to LA. Well, San Diego in my heart. But um, yeah, I think he's he's a really talented guy. He's been pretty pretty consistent. Um, that defense is on paper one of the most talented defenses, and I think he's a big reason for it. Um, but yeah, I like him a lot. And if the Chargers can get some good QB play this year, sneaky. Yeah, he. Uh... He had some good, uh, good. He had decent numbers last year too. So no, he's, um, a, he's a solid player. I think. I mean, obviously, I think he can improve a little bit. Um, a lot of people might not think that he's uh, he's a top five corner in the in the AFC or in the league, but I think for just at least just the AFC, I think I I give him top five because uh, I just I like him. Yeah, he's a he's a, one of the best technicians. Um, I was listening to uh, a couple uh, football podcasts, and he was brought up a little bit, and they're saying, but he's the best the best technician in the league. And I was like, how the hell can you? What's this? What is that? I never heard that meaning in football. Like I've heard a lot of meanings of what players are, um, and he's he's just so he's so with on that field. He is so smart. He knows what he pretty much knows what's going on. So mm-hmm. he's. Um, He's a very good, uh, good pick. I like that pick, Spencer. Yeah, he's, very, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's not a high, um, he's not a high interception guy, but he does. He'll cover well. Um, he tackles really well. I mean, he went to Iowa. You have to tackle well if you go to Iowa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, he's from Detroit too. So yeah, heck yeah, yeah, I like him. Him and uh, uh, that that Chargers defense is going to be crazy. He and uh, I, he and Casey Hayward make a really good duo. Yeah, yeah, they really do. Yeah, and you get a healthy Derwin James back, and uh, you're sitting there with uh, it's Joey Bosa, Corey uh, Corey Legit. Um, yep, the scary defense, man. God, that dude. If they if Philip Rivers wasn't garbage last year, man, they could have made some noise, man. Definitely. Go go charges. Go charges. All right. Um, <laughs> beautiful list there, boys. I I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. Um, what about corners? What do you think about corners, guys? Do you guys think NFC AFC has better corners? Or that's a bit more of a tough. Yeah, I think. Damn, that's a that's a tough question. But if you think about it, you have three guys from one team on one side. Um, and if you look a lot, of, if you look at a lot of cornerbacks' rankings this year for coming for going into next year, uh, Richard Sermon is the top uh, in, in, uh, top NFC player at number two, and the next one's not mm-hmm. until Darius Slay at like seven or eight. So like, it's mm-hmm. well, I'm looking at our, I'm, I'm looking top. at my my chart here, and, and I would probably give the uh, hey, dude. It's so close though. I'd probably if like if I was going percentages, I'd probably give the 
edge to the NFC like fifty one forty nine. Right. I don't, but it's it's not it's not like a big disparity. It's really really close. Yeah, I, I um, because uh, you know I think like you got. I mean, yeah, Stefan Gilmore, and I mean, like we like guys, even guys like freaking. We left Marlon. I mean, I don't think any of us had Marlon Humphrey on our list for the AFC. No, I don't. No, he was my sure. honorable mention. Yeah, and he's really, really good too. Just young guy coming up, but you know, I think it's close. It's really close. It's a uh, that's a that's a good discussion too, because the corners are corners are very heavy and they're good. I think that football's like. Defensive, the defense now in the NFL, you need it, man, because it's so pass happy. You need those corners to thrive, mm-hmm. so you need guys to to step up. And I think the I think the AFC personally is more. I think I think the AFC is more is better. Uh, I think the AFC is better defensive all around, but but I don't know. We can we can discuss that later in po- a future podcast too as the season comes to, comes closer, so yeah. we know who's going to be on what team. Because if Jamal Adams, I don't know, man. He's he's gonna go. I think he's gonna go. I think I saw something that the Chiefs were talking to him, talking to the Jets. Like what? Why? Oh uh, God! It's gonna end up being Dallas. You he so? want he uh, he wants Dallas over everybody. Is that his home? No. Uh, yeah, he's from Texas. Hmm, interesting. All right, beautiful um, boys. Court we got of, next. What we got uh, next, Daddy, Daddy Dippy? Linebackers, baby. Spencer, go ahead. Why don't you lead us oh to Victory my Town? God. You're gonna put me on this to spot. Town. Take you to Flavor Town. Take you to Flavor Town, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Please no. Please no. Um, okay, so linebackers in the AFC. This one's a little more challenging. Yeah. I, to say the least, um, I don't know if this is your guys' number one. It probably is, but uh, my number one is Von Miller for the Denver Bronchos. Yeah, um, he's number one. Yeah, it's it, the, not even close. Freak of nature. Uh, uh, he can rush the passer. He can cover and cover. He can pass cover. Um, he runs stuff. He does everything. One on one, he's a nightmare. You're not going to stop him. Um, yeah, no, just he's easy number one for me. Oh God, this dude! I'm telling you, this was so hard for me. The AFC uh, number two, I have Dante Hightower for the New England Patriots. Incredibly consistent player under Bill Belichick's defense. Um, he does his job very well. Uh, just like see, like I, I just go back to consistency. I love consistent players. He's had he's been banged up a little bit the past couple of years, but he's uh, he's the quarterback of that defense for Bill. And uh, it's it's hard to maintain uh, that job, especially with Bill Belichick. He's he's got to trust you, and he trusts Dante. Uh, number three, I have um, Melvin Ingram from the uh, L.A. the now L.A. Chargers. It's unfortunate that they're the now L.A. Chargers. They'll always be San Diego, uh, and I refuse I... to call them the L.A. Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you, dude. It's yeah, I ha- yeah, but yeah, uh, Melvin Ingram has been a really good player throughout his career. Same thing; he can he's decent in pass coverage, can rush the passer, um, makes that defense like quarterback of that defense too. Uh, makes it, he kind of makes that front seven a whole. Um, he runs it really well. I've liked him since they drafted him. He's been really good since he's been in the NFL. Uh, this is where it gets kind of 
this is where it gets kind of crapshooty. Uh, no, well, not really crapshooty, but um, so I had Von Miller. I'm trying to keep track, make sure I got my my thing straight here. Dante Hightower, Melvin Ingram, number four. It's a younger guy, up and comer, uh, Darius Leonard for the Colts. Um, his first year as a pro, he was an All Pro as a rookie, rookie of the year All Pro. Um, he passed. He's a very, very good pass covering linebacker. Um, he showed that he, if he has to, he can rush the passer, and he's a good run stuffer. I think he led the. Did he lead the league in tackles his rookie year? Uh, yes. Yes, he did. So obviously, a very good tackler. Um, I'm forgetting my stats because I'm just losing my mind. But uh, yeah, love Darius Leonard. Great story too. Um, really good guy. Uh, guy that you can root for. Um, like him a lot. Um, so he's my number four. And number five, this one honestly was just kind of, kind of a toss up. But between a couple guys, but I went with T.J. Watt from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Younger brother of JJ. Um, he's shown flashes of being able to line up at D end as well, rush the passer. Um, he's a really good run stuffer, really hard nosed player like his brother. Um, he's just, he, he fits the defense well. He does his job very well. Um, and he's another up and comer that I think is going to be a problem for AFC North teams for a while. And that's mine. Oh, well, man. Um, so I guess mine is like crazy then. Okay, so my number one here. I'm still on my corners. Hold on. Okay, I made a whole word document and everything for this. Oh, <laughs> um, so I actually gave uh, Darius Leonard number one um, from the Colts, like you said, I, Spencer. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I, he's... Uh, I, th- I I just think he's the best linebacker we have so far in the AFC. I mean, the dude had. Uh, in two seasons, he's managed seven picks, 15 pass breakups, six forced fumbles, 12 sacks, 14 quarterback hits, and 19 tackles for a loss. He's a sensational all-around value, right? I, um, I would have had him higher, yeah. but he got banged up last year. Right, so right, right. right. Um, I left him a little lower. Yeah, he's a, as a rookie, he had a 94.7 passing rating in coverage and led the – and then that number dropped in 2019 to 62.8. A huge, dramatic, dramatic uh, improvement yeah. in his game. Um, I think in a couple of years he'll be at the top of the NFL list. Watch out! Besides, you know, right next to Kendricks. <laughs> okay. Anyway, number two. I hate you so much. <laughs> number God. two. Um. Here, hold on. Uh, there it is. Uh, Corey Littleton from the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, the right is. I think I, 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 I contemplated him, but I just yeah. could, I couldn't do it. He's number two, I think. Uh, right now, the like you said, the the linebacking core is just weird, right? Um, I I could have put Von Miller number one, you know, yeah, he's badass, but I, I put him number three. But I'm gonna talk about little Lil, uh, Littleton real quick. Uh, he came over from the Rams, <laughs> um, signed a three year deal. Uh, became he was a full time he was a full time starter for the Rams two seasons ago. Um, he had he's totaled eight sacks, nine quarterback hits, fifteen tackles for a loss, one hundred sixty eight solo tackles. Um, they the Raiders needed this upgrade at linebacker badly. Um, he only missed five tackles last year, uh, so it's about three point six percent, which is that's freaking good. Um, yeah. So I think. It's definitely, definitely, he's definitely up and coming. Um, 
Now, number three, Von Miller. Little you people will say low. Uh, Von Miller, dude, what, what do I have to say about him? He's a freak in nature. Um, a man is a boss. I mean, I don't want to go into in a lot about him because everybody knows who he is and knows what numbers he puts up every year. Um, I think he's on the one of the best defensive teams this year. Uh, look out for the Broncos, man. They're they're riding high over up there in Mile High. So um, look out for them. Uh, my number five. Um, let's see. Oh no. Oh no. Did I not put a number five? Oh yeah. Uh, Deontay Hightower. Excuse me. Wait, was that your number four or your number five? That was number four. What's uh? Von Miller. Oh, Von Miller's number three. Excuse me. Um, yeah, so f- Hightower's four. Yeah, four, Hightower's four. Yeah. Um, Hightower is a great – he's a very important role to that Belichick defense. Um, has been – has been has done it for a long time. Uh, he's he's – ex- he's ex- he excels at almost everything, right, uh, especially run, rushing the quarterback. Uh, he, last year he posted uh, five and a half sacks, 13 quarterback hits. And he had equal eight tackles for a loss. Um, so let's also this last sentence here. Uh, Hightower has made the Pro Bowl twice and has won three Super Bowl rings. Crazy stat. Um, and then let me pull my fifth one up. I uh, had C.J. Mosley from the Jets. Um, I wanted to put Devin Bush in there. I think Devin Bush is going to have a breakout year this year. I think he's ready to become a top ten Devin Bush, uh, but right now he's kind of low. But I think he's up. He's he's gonna be up there in the conversation next year. Uh, but CJ Mosley's there. I mean, the dude's 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 crazy fast. Got good strength. He can uh, rush the rush the quarterback really well. So he's my number five. But Devin Bush, man, I wanted to put him on there just for future ref, like a future thing. But all right, go ahead, Jaybird. All right, thanks for stealing my thunder there, Dip. Sorry, that uh, Devin Bush. Appreciate it. <laughs> Hey, you you got stats. I know you do. Number one, Darius Leonard. All pro his first year. Spencer and Dip talked about him. Led the NFL in tackles his first year. Has uh, played a bit more coverage this last year. Don't know what to say that hasn't been said. He's got five picks. He's improving as his passer, as a pass defender. In hell, he's not the best linebacker right now, but give him... Three years, he probably will be the most complete linebacker in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Von Miller. Uh, still a name and player that strikes fear into uh, opposing offenses. Still a big-time disruptor on defense. Uh, still gets the sacks, still gets the fumbles. Dude's everywhere on a great defense. What can you say about Von Miller? He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, first ballot. Number th- yep, number three, CJ Mosley. Uh, very good linebacker, very good blitzing linebacker from the middle linebacker spot, which you don't see too much of nowadays. Usually, you only get a lot of uh, blitzing from the middle linebacker spot if you uh, play in New England or Baltimore. And uh, CJ Mosley was from Baltimore, now plays for the Jets. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So probably the second best blitzing middle linebacker out there besides Dante Hightower. Dude's just been incredibly solid in the run game uh, year after year after year. That's a guy you want protecting the middle of the field. And uh, he's still got a few more good years in him. Uh, number four, TJ Watt. 
explosive uh, pass-searching linebacker from the Steelers. Uh, he's really that leader of that defense now. Oh, my God, I forgot about Harrison him. Harrison left. Dude gets a crap ton of sacks. I think every year in the NFL he's had at least double-digit sacks, including his rookie year. Dude's explosive, fast, disrupts the pass game. Not much else you can ask from him. He does. He really does it all, just like his brother, except he doesn't have the injuries. And number five, Devin Bush, defensive uh, rookie of the year. Again, for the Steelers, um, is an gr- amazing blitzer. Still trying to work on that pass coverage, but he's fast and smart enough to thrive in it. Um, he and Darius Leonard will probably go in back and forth for best linebacker in the AFC, if not in the NFL, the next decade. Uh, Devin Bush is extremely good. He only had one uh, one broken tackle last year as a rookie. Play. Holy shit. Starting in the Pittsburgh Steelers defense in the middle of it, and having one missed tackle is insane. Damn. But that's what he does. Yeah, that's incredible. I'm I may be di- biased, but his future is so damn bright. Yeah, and and I mean we we you know kind of I thought about putting him on my list. I know he had a great year, but I was just like, ah, it's too early to tell. But yeah, yeah. now watching him at Michigan, you could tell he was built perfectly for today's NFL. Yep. I agree with that perfectly. That's beautiful. God, that's a great list. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's a future future top ten there. Uh, I think next year he'll be hitting that top ten, and a couple years from now he'll probably be top five. I think he's uh, he's just he's such a beast, man. He's so freaking yeah. strong, and the dude is just an athlete, man. He oh, bad to the bone. I'd be scared so, of him. He's so fast. Oh yeah, so, so fast. He is my probably my favorite player out of Michigan since. I don't know, because I love... I was going to say Braylon Edwards, but I love Mike Hart. I love Denard, but... Damn it, did I love him at Michigan. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. And now I love him as a Steeler. Yep, I agree. Beautiful. I hate the Steelers, Beautiful. but I, I will root for Devin Bush. Yeah. I need Tyler to... I need Tyler to get me a Bush jersey, and I'll pay him for it. True. Oh, yeah, there you go. True. When I get a house, that'll go in the man cave. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the ones, huh? Um, that is one of the ones. So, for sure. I guess I'm gonna piggyback off of what you, your list there, Jay, and go to the defensive ends. Like, I had TJ TJ Watt on my list as a defensive end. Yeah, I yeah. saw him. I saw him I, listed as both, and yeah, I just same, same linebacker. Yeah, I just went by what uh, ESPN had him listed as. They had oh, him okay. listed as linebacker. Okay. Like, yeah, because, like, the edge rush kind of thing. And, and it's actually, yeah, yeah. like, Von Miller, too, is kind of listed as like both. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, my defensive end list is actually not complete. I don't – because I had uh, Von Miller and TJ Watt on there. Um, I had – they were low, but um, – Oh, the, sorry. They were high. They had I had Von Miller up there and TJ Watt like at one at two and three. So like, okay. So I guess let's go my list. I have number one Joey Bosa, um, for defensive end. Dude's got, dude's got a beautiful future, right? I mean, he had a he had a injury, he had a bad injury back in 2018, um, but he bat he he came back pretty good. Then uh, last year had eleven and a half sacks, uh, forty nine run stops. Uh, so this. I think there's no other edge edge raw defender more. Uh, uh, there's no better edge rusher than Bosa right now in the AFC. Um, mm. Mm. I've 
Very wait, there's yeah. no better edge rusher in the AFC outside of Joey Bosa. I very much disagree with that. Okay, yeah. and there's the guy who's number one on my list who uh, <laughs> uh, would probably like to disagree and punch you in the face with this yes. helmet. <laughs> same and, here, dude. Um, Jay, same. <laughs> number two is JJ Watt. Um, I think JJ Watt is better than the than the man you're describing, and I will go. Uh, I have him at number at number three, but. Um, Number four, he might sorry. be better all around, but he's just too injured. He yeah. will not stay yeah. on the field. You could have Bosa or the guy you're about to mention, and he's going to give you maybe like 200 more snaps a season than you're going to get out of Watt. And I love J.J. Watt. I think he yeah. could be the best all-around defensive end in football when he's healthy. Yeah, the problem and, and is he's, he's not healthy. He's not healthy, and that's a problem, right? But I think when you take – when you take his presence being on the field, it's a lot different, right? When they did not have him, it was rough. You don't when 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 Watts not on that field, the defense is slack. They slack a they lack a lot of pressure. JJ Watt is single handedly, um, single handedly makes that defense what it is. Look, I, I'm a you, I'm a JJ fan. Yeah. He got screwed out of an MVP. Yes. He, um, he literally takes defenses. I mean, offenses. They have to look. They have to tr- change their whole scheme based off of one guy. Like, I mean, you, that's that's just it, it's it's crazy. Like, yeah, the but, dude has so much power, strength. When healthy, he is literally one of the best defensive ends in the game. But he's a, the health question it, is yes, a big. I mean, question. he's a, what he's he's getting older in, in age, but I just, like he's only he's I think he's he's only like. 30 this year yeah, yeah. he's not so, that old it's so just the injury he had is such a he, he hurt his back right and back injuries honestly i'd rather i would rather tear my acl than to blow my back out because acls you can have surgically repaired and most of the time you can come back from them back injuries, not, not as much as normal but yes back injuries are a different animal once you you the first time you hurt your back you're you're gonna keep hurting it over and over again it's, no matter how many times you have surgery on it, um, it's just like it's like feet. It's like when basketball players and football and football players have like foot injuries. It's like it's going to keep happening. <laughs> it sucks, but it's like I'd rather blow my knee out than my back. Exactly. Yeah, and I just I think he needs to not be looked at like that anymore. Like, yeah, he's had crappy injuries, right? But I just you got to remember what he's capable of and his mm-hmm. raw pure talent strength and ability to literally make a big six two six three three hundred pound man look like a little boy by just breaking him down and just literally going after the quarterback like bobby boucher and it's just it's crazy that this guy you don't go at him you come (laughs) at me i'm a man i'm 40 yeah, yeah, that's a great quote. Uh, it's so JJ Watt's my number two. I'll stick to that. I'll fight for that man. Um, great man on and off the field, by the way, too. Does a lot. For I don't community. mind him being on the list. I just don't agree with number two. Um, and okay, so like I said, my and, number three is TJ Watt as well. But you guys talked about him already in the corner. I had him as a DN patch editor, whatever. But he, I don't mind he, it. Yeah, he, he's both. Um, now for number four, Miles Garrett. Number the man, four. What is? The man throwing his helmet. So, okay. Again. Oh, God. You're killing me. I will set aside his stupidity and his anger and his issues. The dude is a freak athlete as well. His strength as well, pure, raw, just bad to the bone, 
going to make you look silly, and he's going to be by you in half point zero 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 one second, right? Um, quick uh, first step. Uh, very smart. Um, can read the read a pa- uh, read a run very well. Like uh, he will get to that tackle. Um, very strong. He's very. Uh, his head's always up, and he's running running right at that where that ball's going. So he's a great pick at number four. <laughs> um, oh God, who's your five? Number five, I got Frank Clark from the Chiefs. You know what? I'm not. I don't. I don't dislike. It, it was between him and uh, Clayus yeah. Campbell, uh, but uh, I think Frank Clark pushes edge out a little bit more uh, than Campbell from the Ravens. But I think uh, Clark from the Chiefs, he's in a good defensive scheme for his ability, and it's uh, again he's a. He's a good, good, quick first step guy. He's not as a not as good as a JJ Watt or a um, uh, Miles Garrett, but he will still wreak havoc on that offensive line and make their offensive line do different things to kind of stop him. So, yeah. Okay, let me have it, boys. All right, I'll take a second. Oh wait, hold on. Crack at it here. Okay, go ahead, uh, Spence. You uh, you were gonna go <laughs> right. or no? Oh uh, yeah, I'll okay. take uh, I'll take second range here. Go ahead, buddy. Mine's going to be obviously very different from you. Um, I love JJ Watt. Uh, he's not going to be number two. He's not even close to number two on my list. In fact, I was reading, I, I looked at a bunch of different stuff for, because like, you know how the, you can have the hybrid players and all that stuff and guys who can be considered DNs and D tackles, all that. Um, there was a list I liked from Athlon Sport, Athlon Sports um, for their top pass rushers in the NFL. J.J. Watt was the number eight pass rusher out of the AFC, number 18 in the NFL. And it's basically just because of injury. Right. Um, but that aside, my number one is the same as Jay's. I think Jay said it's Miles Garrett from the Cleveland Browns. Um, he uh, is willing to hit you in the head with your own helmet. So, yeah, he's number one. Um, coming at you. If you <laughs> coming at you with everything. <laughs> Using all his stats, tools necessary. Uh, if you want stats, uh, his rookie year, he played in 11 games, started nine, had seven sacks. That's ridiculous. 2018, uh, I do believe he was in the yeah, – he made the Pro Bowl 2018. He started all 16 games, had 13 and a half sacks. And then 2019, he started 10 games, had 10 sacks, and then obviously got suspended for the rest of the year. So he was on pace to have one sack per game um, if he didn't – you know absolutely destroy Mason Rudolph's head. So, um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's also a fairly good tackler. Um, he's just a monster pass rusher. And I, for me, it's not, he's not super far ahead of my number two, but I think he's distanced himself enough talent wise that he's my, he's an easy number one. Um, number, number dose for me is, uh, Joey Bosa of the San Diego chargers. Um, very, very talented kid. Uh, he's had a little bit of injury problems, but when he's on the field, he is a monster. Um, it that's literally all I can really say. He's just, when he's on the field, he's an animal and he's been consistent on the feet. He's been consistent when he's on the field. Um, He's he's never invisible. You always know he's there. Uh, he's a great one-on-one uh, pass rusher. But like he was 
he was injured most of 2018. He bounced back last year. He had 11 and a half sacks, 71 total pressures, and like 40-something run stops, I think I read. Um, no other – I don't think – I think no other edge defender had more than uh, Bosa in the run stop category. So he's my number two. Number three, um, I don't know if you guys are going to have this guy, but my number three is Yannick Ngakwe. From oh, Jacksonville nice. Jaguars. Ooh. Yeah, he was like uh, eight, right? Seven, not, seven. not gonna lie, he's uh, on my list at the same spot. Really nice. Yep. Uh, I, I love Yannick Ngakwe. Um, he is an absolute animal. Um, he's he's brought himself to the top tier pass rushers in the league over the over in his career, the last couple of years. He uh, has developed very well. Uh, big piece to that Jacksonville defense. Uh, he probably won't be a Jaguar much longer, but you know, who wants to play in Jacksonville anyway? They're they're yeah, a garbage nobody town right now. So, but uh, Yannick Ngakwe is my number three. Very 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 good player. Um, my number four, I have Mister JJ Watt. Hey, uh, I like I said, not number two. Uh, I, I, I just the injuries and everything. I can't put him at two. I don't think he deserves to be the last on my list either, just because of the career he's had. And when he is healthy, like we've all said, he might be a, one of the top two or three pass rushers in the entire NFL. So, um, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say real quick, Spencer. Our yeah. top fours are the exact same. Are they really? <laughs> That's awesome. Great minds think alike, huh? And then yep. there's Dip. <laughs> and then there's Dip. No, Dip, I didn't mind your list. I just, the order kind of caught me off guard. Uh, and then, uh, so number five, we'll round it out here real quick with my last one. Oh, uh, my number five, there's a couple of guys I considered. Oh, come on, let's um, go but five I went, for five. I went with my oh, bias shit, and I took Frank Clark. Oh. Uh, I, I went Frank Clark from the Chiefs. Um, he's a Michigan man. Um, he's a really, really weird personality. Like he's kind of a kooky dude and he's done some questionable stuff. Very in the questionable past, stuff in the past, including he, while he was at Michigan. It, yeah. But um, Michigan man, very talented guy and was a huge piece on that defense that helped win them that Super Bowl. So he's my number five. And like Jay said, his top four are the same as mine. <laughs> That's incredible. That's funny. So yeah, and by the way, hold on. Top, by, by the way, we don't, we don't, we don't conversate about what our list look like until no. right now. So that's that's no. you know it's it's yeah, we don't we don't run this we don't we don't uh, coordinate outfits no. if you know what we I've, mean. Uh, no actually, I only got mine finished a half an hour before we started. So yeah, Sa- same. same. I was doing I was doing mine while I was at the gym. I mean, I was on vacation. Okay, I didn't want to deal with anything yeah, but the that, lake. Man. That's right, dude. You don't yeah, right. no podcast. So, okay, go ahead, Jay. Okay. So, considering my top four is the exact same as Spencer's, let's go to number five. <laughs> number five for me was Justin Houston. Nice, good pick. And Justin Houston, he's been he's been playing for quite a while. I think he's like mid thirties. Right? I think he's thirty four, thirty five. Yeah, right. And he's just been killing it his entire career, which is probably uh, coming up to about fourteen years now. God has. No matter where he was at, uh, even when he was a monster in Kansas City, I think he plays for the Bengals now. I thought it was the Colts now. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's the Colts. Yes. And he's still getting like 
nine to ten sacks a season at 34. He's nuts, He's an dude. insane pass rusher. 34. One of my favorite wow. Chiefs of all time. Mine as well, dude. Dude's just so good. He's uh, 31, oh, actually. I, I thought he was at least 33. I thought he was, too. Dude feels like he's been around for literally ever. But yeah, he, he went. He had five and a half sacks his rookie year, and then he had 10, 11 in his second and, second and third year. 2014, he had 22 sacks. Damn. Sanity. <laughs> it's insane, dude. Oh, my dude. God. <laughs> and then he kind of... He went, I think I think he got um kind of he kind of got banged up, but he still made the Pro Bowl in fifteen. He had seven and a half sacks, and then he, this is when I think that's when the injuries started hitting him. And then sixteen, he had four. Seventeen and eighteen, he had nine and nine and a half. And then last year with Indy, he had eleven. Yeah, dude's insane. Yeah, so he's been between you know seven and eleven sacks almost every year of his career. Right, and he's younger than I thought he was. Yeah, yeah. right. Wow. I uh, I considered him a linebacker, which is why I did not have him on my list. Okay. Yeah, right. I can see that. I can but. see that. Wow. All right. Well, that is uh, that's crazy. Twenty-two and a half. Holy shit. Yeah, twenty-two um, sacks. That is in twenty fourteen. That's spectacular. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's go on to our last one here, boys. The DTs. The DTs. Beefy boys. The beefy boys. The boys that start start it all down there in the on that line, man. They're they uh my favorite position to watch. I think. Um, all right, so on defense of the ball, on defense of the ball, but I um, think we're gonna have the same number one. Uh, okay, uh, well, I maybe do I have to for I have Buckner, DeForest Buckner from the Colts, number one. Okay, I don't. <laughs> Me neither. Um, so his go, uh, go his, ahead. his Dippy this, this is just hashtag every time. Um, so it's okay. I like it. I like being different. Um, I like it a lot. He's his game has grown every year, right? Um, it's all come together. It all came together last year. Um, come together right now. Copyright oh. seven and a half. <laughs> seven this and is half. why we do podcasts because we cannot sing. <laughs> That's right. right. Uh, seven and a half sacks uh, became one of the leaders on the uh, 49ers defense. You know, he got traded off. It was an all pro. That's yep. right. That's right. He got yep. traded off to the Colts for a first round pick. Um. Dude, dude's a six. He's six foot seven, three hundred plus pounds. Frame, freakish. Yeah. yeah. Um. He's that's why he's one of the best in the NFL. Uh, number two, Chris Jones from the Chiefs. Um. He. Uh, that's he got, my number one. Okay. I. I, I we, was, we we all have different number ones. Oh shit. Okay. Good. Wow. Cool. Keeps it spicy. Keeps Damn, it spicy, I thought we man. were gonna be on the same page. No. D tackles were fun. D tackles were fun. Um. I know we're fighting so much. Uh, double, uh, he was double teamed seventy percent of his snaps last year, um, but he still, be, he still Damn. got yeah, still yeah. got nine sacks, twenty seven pressures, eight tackles for losses, and uh, twenty quarterback hits. So see, now I want to put him at number one. <laughs> uh, and he's twenty six. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, he's he's he. So what he, I think the, he signed the franchise. Yep. Tag and then when he hits the agency, he's asking twenty million a year. Yeah, he's going to be. He's in line to be the next highest paid defensive player. Yep, he's a superstar. Um, and he'll continue doing it. Uh, number three, I have uh, Gino Atkins, the man. Back in two thousand ten, he's been in the league for ten years now. Um, he's another guy. I feel like he's been in the league forever, right? Like he's right. multiple time All Pro. Um. He had, a, he had a drop off from the last couple of years. 
Uh, but he also because that defense yes, sucks, so you right. can just double and triple team him. Exactly, and uh, he played he played his career high in snaps last year, just because they, they needed him on the field, you know, so much. Um, I've, he's a guy. You, he's one of those guys you feel bad for because exactly. of how bad. Yes, all, he's never really played on a great team. Right, 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 right. Like they've had teams that like you know they 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 limp into the playoffs, and then Andy Dalton blows a freaking gasket, and they lose. In- the first round first exactly so it happens that's what happens when your ownership group is dumb and keeps bringing marvin lewis back for 12 years yeah 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 i didn't understand that either um this is they're going eight and eight every God, he's like jeff fisher 2.0 yes exactly <laughs> um yeah i mean Dino atkins is a great great player um you know, Atkins has made the pro bowl in all but two years of his career yeah yeah that's crazy God damn that's crazy um he he just don't want you don't want to forget about him. He's a great great player. Um, all right, I think uh, I think this guy right here, uh, number four, Jarrell Casey from the Broncos, formerly of the Titans. Correct, and they That's traded him good. for a seventh round pick. By the way, yeah, I dude, I don't know what they do. What uh, that was must not have wanted to pay him any money whatsoever. Probably yeah. not. Um, I think he's one of the most vers- versatile uh, defensive linemen in the league. Uh, very Dude. smart. He's demonstrated. Uh, it's phenomenal. Um, explosiveness and size. Uh, he just wrecks plays, man. Wherever he l- lines up, he's just wrecking shit. Um, I think he's one of the most... I think he's uh, underrated uh, as a player. And uh, he, if now oh, he was super underrated at Tennessee. Yeah, he yeah, was. Very underrated. So now that he's been he's put in with Von Miller and uh, Bradley Chubb, I think... Uh, I think he's the sky's the limit now. No, dude, I forgot. I forgot he played for the Broncos now, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Can I? I forgot can I, about Bradley yeah, Chubb. Yeah. Can, yeah. can I? Can I reserve uh, a late seat on the Broncos? Uh, it's hey, buddy. It's Would always you? warm. You can always come. <laughs> We're like the Hotel Eight. We leave the light on for you. My God. Broncos defense, dude. Like I said, that's why I said the defense. Broncos. The Broncos defense is going to be scary. And, Watch uh, out for them if they can just get some help a- from Luck. I, you're fine. And they've got a defensive guru as a head coach. Exactly. Um, And my number five, which he should be higher, but uh, uh, Cameron Haywood from the Steelers. Yeah, I have him higher. He's he's not an elite physical specimen at his position, but... As some of the guys that we talked about, but um, again, he's this name has been popped. This this word, is, this title has been popping up in his his name and a lot of things I was reading about him. He's a he's a very he's an insane pass rush technician, right? Um, uh, he was, there is not a move that Hayward doesn't know and know how to use. He knows almost all those special little moves he can get, um, and that's why it's helped him to become one of the game's best pass rushers. Bat, blah, blah, blah. Best pass rushers. Um, sounded like sounded like courage cardly back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he's got quickness and power. Um, but not, so he's not that big, right? He's not a, like a huge guy, but he's he's quick. He can can blow by those uh, big beefy I mean, boys in the front line. He's he's pretty big, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean for alignment, yes, he's, yes, yes. He's yes, like yes. he's six five, two ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's all, he's another underrated guy. But he's, um, he's not like your typical D tackle who's right. like he's like six three six four three twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, he's tall, but he's yeah. agile. Yeah, exactly. And he's he's also another guy that's underrated. Um, he deserves to be mentioned as well on the top of the def- interior def- defense alignment in the AFC and the NFL. So even though he went to Ohio State, yeah, we'll look past that. <laughs> all right, boys. True. Let's finish strong here. Let's finish your strong here. Jay, you want to go take this one? Sure. 
Number one, I already said Chris Jones. Chris Jones, yep. Um, not only is he a D tackle, you can put him in the, uh, you can put him at D end if you need to. Uh, Dip made up great cases for him, better than I have. Um, dude's a huge threat, and uh, people were saying if it wasn't Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones could have been the MVP of the Super Bowl. Agreed. Uh, based Agreed. on. Uh, how much pressure he was getting and a few key pass deflections. Uh, you can plug him anywhere on the D line and he performs a uh, great pass rusher, pretty good at uh, stopping running backs behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, he'll be good for quite a long time. Number two, Cameron Hayward dip just basically audio booked why he loves Cameron Hayward. So, <laughs> we'll talk too much about him. <laughs> I think, yeah. Um, he uh, he's more that gap defensive tackle in Pittsburgh. Even though they run a three-four, he's not that space eater. He attacks the gap, and uh, he's already doing big time things. Uh, Twelve and a half sacks. He's he led all defensive or. All defensive tackles in uh, tackles for loss mm-hmm. in 2019 with 44. Yeah, he had yeah. 44 tackles for loss. Yeah. He, oh my god. He's in the heat. Yeah. Is that coming off a lot of uh, run run stops? Right. Oh yeah, t- yeah, yeah. I would assume they're all run stops. But uh, yeah, he's a he's an animal. He's, he's a monster. So good. In a playing for a team where you have to have a good D line. Yeah. Because to clear it for the linebackers, exactly, uh, can't win a Super number, Bowl without a good front, right? Very true, very true. Number three, DeForest Buckner, all pro in San Francisco. Dude's only going to get better. Young yeah. guy, he should kill it in the Colts defense. That's scary to see. Uh, um, which is going to be very good with Buckner and uh, clearing the way for Leonard. Number four, Geno Atkins. Like Dip said, Pro Bowl eight out of the last eight out of his ten seasons, right? Yeah, yeah, eight out of ten. Yep. Um, huge. He was he drafted before after Sue. It was two years before, I think. Right? I believe so. Yeah. He, he while Sue and Gerald McCoy were the, I guess, first like huge, insane. We got to draft these guys. They went number two and number three in their draft. Geno Atkins was really that first pass rushing defensive tackle and he's never really slowed down from that were they wait were they the same draft uh mccoy and sewer they went two and three no gino atkins i don't think so no because it says the year for gino was 2010 and sue's rookie year was 2010 i don't think so i don't think all three of them were the same year Uh, i don't know man Pro Football Reference has sue's 2010 rookie year and gino atkins rookie year oh yeah so sam bradford blue yeah yeah, Sam Bradford draft. They really fucked that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Sam Bradford could have been a good quarterback. He just got hurt every freaking every time he, he stepped. He could in the have field. been, but Sue and uh, McCoy were considered generational talents. True. Oh, but man. he, but Jay, he won the Heisman. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys realize okay. four, so four 
Those top four picks out of the five were all Big 12 teams. Uh, that was the last time Nebraska was in the Big 12, and Sue was getting looked at for a Heisman. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Gino Atkins was drafted in the fourth round of that draft, and Holy he's sh- had the best career out of McCoy oh, and Sue. Uh, what, that's, what a steal. Fourth round. Wow. Yeah. Fourth round. I like seeing Damn that kind up. of stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. Good, 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 good player, man. He really? like, yeah, he was not as hyped up as Sue as McCoy. Obviously, coming out of college, I think he went to Georgia. Yep, he went to Georgia. But yeah, he's become maybe the best pass rushing defensive tackle of all time. Mm. I can, yeah, I can debate with that. Yeah, I can agree with you. I'll I mean, with you. Yeah. Sue obviously had it early on where he exploded out of his career, then went to Miami and just did nothing. Pooped the bed. McCoy's been solid his entire career, but Geno Atkins has been a star. Yeah, his entire career. He's he's thirty two, and this is what his first season without double g- digit sacks. Uh, I believe so. Scroll down, Geno Atkins. Uh, let's see. No, so he was twenty ten. He only had three. Then he had seven and a half, twelve and a half. Then he had six and three. Uh. He only played nine games in 2013. I think he got hurt. And then in 15, he came back healthy. Um, he had 11 sacks. And then he had nine, nine, 10. And then the last year had four and a half. And that's because he played in an awful team. Yeah. Okay. So he's only had one non-injury year where he was below five. Yeah. That's incredible for a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Absolute insanity, dude. All right. And last guy, EJ Reader, who is now... Uh, Gino Atkins' teammate, right there in the defense, uh, right there on the line. Sneaky pick. He was really good in Seattle. He had a huge uh, contract. Really good in Seattle. Right? Really good in uh, Houston as well. Yep. Big time nose guard. Six three three forty seven. Uh, dip. Yes, he does. Four years, fifty three mil. But yeah, if you want to give Gino Atkins and uh, Carlos Dunlap, make sure they get double teamed or they don't get double teamed. Let's get a guy who. Uh, you cannot run on. Yeah. And he, for being th- almost 350 pounds, he's surprisingly quick. He's that space eater. You don't pay, you don't pay a defensive tackle that can't pass rush $53 million over exactly, four years yes. if he's not the best at his position. Right, exactly. And with Snacks having a shit year last year, he could be the best space eating defensive tackle in football. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. He, uh, very good player. He was, Definitely in consideration. The Bengals might... have a very sneaky good defensive yeah. line. Atkins, Reader, uh, Dunlap. Secondary is very questionable. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and their offensive line blows. Right. Wait, so, well, Rome wasn't built in a day. True. Very, very true. All right. Um, Under your list there, Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. Spencer. Well, I guess I'll do the, do the dirty work and finish her off then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm laughing because I had I had my number one and you mm-hmm. you got you guys convinced me and now I changed it. So thanks. Who was your number one though? My number one, I was gonna go with Cameron Hayward. See, uh, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, I was gonna go Cameron Hayward. But you are uh, um, welcome welcome to this to to the light to the dark side. But well, you you did some convincing and I think I gotta go with Chris Jones. I agree. I, I uh after you guys, you know, did your dissertations on him um the tackles for lost number got me jay that's 44 that's in, that's, that's like nuts. that's like almost too much to comprehend 44 <laughs> tackles behind the line of screen <laughs> dude it's, it's nuts 
Like I was like, man, he wants twenty million. Nah, and then I'm like, man, I hope the Lions pay him. And he get and he got how many sacks last year? Twelve and a half. No, that's Hayward. I think that was Hayward. He had nine sacks last year. Yeah, nine sacks and forty four tackles for loss. You know how many sacks he had in twenty eighteen? How many? Fifteen and a half. Yep. Yep. No, he's he's that's you guys convinced me. Yeah. No, Chris Jones Good. number one. Good. Uh, Cameron Hayward. I will just slide him down to number two. I was going to put him number one, just, you know, uh, really good, consistent career. Um, He plays in a 3-4, and he produces a ton in a 3-4. You know, a guy that's really just there to plug a hole, and he can still pressure the quarterback. He still gets tackles. Um, Just a really, 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 really good player, and he he fits the Pittsburgh Steelers defense perfectly. I love guys who, when they they fit their role well, and they play their position perfectly, and he does it. Um, so yeah, Chris Jones one, Cameron Hayward two, uh, number three. I have Geno Atkins for the Bungles. Yeah. Um, like we said, eight out of ten years in the Pro Bowl, incredibly consistent career. Uh, one of the best pass rushing defensive tackles of all time, maybe the best ever. It's you know that's up for debate. Um, yeah, no, not gonna not gonna fiddle fart around with that one. Um, <laughs> uh, number four. Uh, I with you guys, DeForest Buckner for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Um, they traded a first round pick for him, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. They, and uh, the Niners drafted uh, Kinslaw with them. Yep. That, yes, that's yep, right. That's right. And I think for the Colts, that's a super, super smart move. They needed an addition on that front line. Um, you said he all pro, yep. right? I think they yeah, only in, only giving up a for one first round pick for that. For him is, yeah. I think that's a great deal. I think that's a good deal. I think, you know, like, yeah, they got a good deal. And at first, I was like, man, a first round pick. And then you look at him, and you're like, yeah, he's an all pro player. Um, super, super athletic guy, big guy, can rush the passer, can stuff the run, does it all. Um, uh, uh, watch out for those. Watch out for those. Colts. Just to add some stats on for your DeForest Buckner pick there, Spencer. Even though we all mentioned him, seven and a half sacks and thirty nine tackles for loss. God, crazy and numbers. Two and a half sacks in the playoffs. Maybe That's they should have asked for more stuff for for more for him. <laughs> I think I think the reasoning they the reason they traded him for just well, I mean, first round picks expensive, but and thirteenth overall. To yeah, be fair. yeah, and they they traded him because they, they they're not going to be able to afford all these guys. Yeah, no, yeah, they true. they'd rather have Nick Bosa and some other other guys over DeForest Buckner, basically because D tackles not a premium position nope nope you're right which is a shame because it's super important it's very important um but i'll finish my finish my dandy here off with uh, my number five player and i don't uh you guys didn't have this guy um i was gonna go with jarell casey but he's been good but not as good as he'd been in the beginning of his career uh, I went with a guy who's been fairly consistent who now plays for the la chargers uh, i took linval Joseph, formerly of the Minnesota Vikings. Very good pick. Very, he, uh, very underrated player, very consistent. Um, he produces very well. He plugs the holes in the middle. Um, it's one of those guys, fly under the radar type guy, you know, even in Minnesota. Um, when he was in Minnesota, and if he played for the Giants before Minnesota, so which I completely forgot about until I was doing this list. Um, just, yeah, no, really, really underrated. Rated player, he can he doesn't get the sack numbers, but he ta- he gets a lot of tackles. Um, he, he gets he gets pretty good numbers. He gets 
he didn't really pressure a lot in the beginning of his career, but he has last couple of years, he's gotten a, like between five and seven QB pressures. Uh, he gets usually between eight and 10, eight and 12 QB hits. Uh, you know, he forces fumbles, just good player, good run stuffer. I like him. A char- Chargers. Beautiful defense, man. Yeah, Chargers is going to be good. Um, That's the definition of like a Super Bowl on paper defense. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. I mean, when you look at it, just overall top five defenses, you got what? Three of them in the AFC, two of them in the same division. Yeah. Uh, Chargers, Broncos, Patriots. Yeah, I'd say Chargers, Broncos, just on just on paper on talent. I'd say Chargers, Broncos, Patriots. I'd be willing to put the Steelers up there. I agree. Uh, I think the Steelers should be up there as well. Especially the if they have a quarterback where they don't have to 100% rely on their defense. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go all And then yeah. rounding out the top five, what, you pick Minnesota. Mm. Wait, we're doing AFC or NFL? Yeah. Well, everybody. So I was, I was saying in the NFL, you could have three or four yeah. of the top five defenses all come from the AFC. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. And then, then you, can, and then you, you have can, uh, the Vikings and the 49ers battling out for that last spot. Yeah, you can even argue the, the Ravens are up there too. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, true. And now the Colts. And the Colts. Yeah. So if you took if you took the AFC defense, the best of the best, against the NFL, uh, the A- NFC defense, you're saying AFC defense would be better by far, right? Long Not shot. if you combined all the players. I'm saying team wise. Team wise, the top five. Yeah. I would take the top five AFC defenses over the top five NFC. I completely. Okay. Yeah, completely I could. Agree. Okay. Yep. Cool. Because, because, uh, yeah, dude, uh, it's just like <laughs> we're, we didn't even mention the Bills right, right there, which which we've all agreed on are a solid defense to yeah. go along with a solid team. Yeah, yep, yep, and yep. then you and then you've got, and I know like we, you don't trust, you can't trust this team, but the Browns on paper have really good talent. Yeah, and then even even the Chiefs, they just won a Super Bowl. Man, and, that's true. And, the Chiefs, and, and, yeah, and, and then and the Titans. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. <laughs> Every defense in the AFC is almost just like, hey guys, we're all good except for maybe like the Jets and the Raiders are average. And the Jaguars and the Bungles and the Jaguars. Man, that's crazy. Texans that. are man. Yeah. Texans when healthy are good. Yeah. Although they lost, they've lost uh, Reader and um, Clowney. Clowney yeah. Clowney's still being a clown trying to get twenty million. You you denied us at seventeen. No, we're not giving you that petty yeah, ass we, man. Signed Byron Jones. They signed Byron Jones. Yep. Yep. I mean now 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 don't get me wrong. If the Lions swoop in there and say, "Hey, here's twelve million dollars," I'm not going to say no. Yeah, but he wants to play for a playoff team. Although I think they are one this year. Yeah, I Jay, think, you you are pretty high on them in our podcast. So. Jay is uh, them over Minnesota. Jay's sure. an optimist. I am not. I've been hurt too many times. I'm a I'm a I'm a follower, not a leader, right now. <laughs> The, uh, a good analogy I heard, and this is from Mike Villani's show a couple years ago. Lions fans are like battered strippers. It doesn't matter how many times we get hurt and abused, we just keep going back. Hell I know, but I think, yes. my, I think my reasons for the Lions being better and a playoff team are I valid. think they are too. If Stafford stays healthy, you have an MVP candidate in yep. his offense. Yep. You've got a very good stable of running backs with the SEC trio. True. Um. Wide receivers, you might you have might have a top five receiver in the making in football on Kenny Galladay. And you have your number two is a Marvin is a, Jones. Is a very, very good receiver himself. Right. Uh you've got Amandola back in the slot yep. and you signed um uh who was it from Green Bay? Oh uh, Ad, got, uh, uh Ger- Geronimo Allison. 
Oh, Geronimo. Yeah. Geronimo. Yeah. And you still got uh, Hawkinson at tight end. Your O-line, we'll see. <laughs> and, your yeah. defense, and your defense can literally not be any worse than it was. Yeah, true. That was They were, like, historically bad. Especially in the pass rush department. Yeah. Which and you they... added Jamie Collins, who is a, a top 10 linebacker in the NFC, according to most people. Yeah. Um, you yeah. got... Uh, that one safety from New England. People are saying that's a steal. No, Duran Harmon. What did we give up for him? Like a fifth. Yeah. No, dude. You 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 guys don't understand how good he was in New England. And then you add uh, Okuda and Trufant. And Okuda looks like he's going to be the next star corner. So let's hope. Let's hope that happens. He's a um, he, he's a very exciting player. Very very true. All right. That is a beautiful thing to end on right there. Battered strippers. Tuck, um, I tucked some lines in there. We did our AFC stuff. We worked. We worked in a shout-out to the battered strippers, like Dip said. <laughs> shout-out to all you uh, teasers girls out there. Yeah, we love you. I, g- I gave a good promo for Life Fuels and their shirts, I Life think. Life Fuels. Everybody go buy it. <laughs> That's right. LifeFuels.com. If, if, if you buy Use the our promo kit, code. If you buy the starter kit with the subscription for ninety nine ninety nine, and you're like, well, uh, why can't I use the promo code? You have to have $100. Just add an extra fuel pod with the thing. It'll put it at like 110 and then the promo code gets you the fuel pod for free. That's right. So you get the, you get the starter kit plus a free fuel pod. So you get, you get four fuel pods total. True. It's true. Where it's worth. It's worth you it, can man. Switch them out. You can combine flavors. Peach That's and blueberry right. acai combined taste like heaven in a glass. <laughs> Spencer smoke person for life fuels. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how much more I need to say. That's Just right. Put, put that shit in the glass. Spencer snorting light fuels straight up to, into the nose before you lift. <laughs> Just hey, man, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's right, man. Um, so lifefuels.com, like Spencer said, three eight. three the code is this three eight. It's simple as that. Twitter. Uh. Let's look at our hydration is key. That's right. It's very key. It's very key. <laughs> um, go to our Twitter at uh, Three Idiots Sports. Um, go ahead, and follow us, man. Shout us out. Do some stuff. Ask us questions. We'll we want to do a future podcast about question uh, questions from y'all. Yeah, we'll and, do a. Uh, we'll do a. I'm gonna. I will uh, soon. Here, I'll do a Facebook page for us too. Get that going. See if oh, I can. Oh, beautiful. Good idea. Good idea. Um, and then we can do like a mailbag because I know like some of the older folks, like in my mom's age group, like. 40s, 50s, 60s that don't have Twitters and stuff. They're like, I don't know how to find your podcast. So cool. I will. Uh, we'll, I'll try to. I'll set up a Facebook page. Get Hold all the old, old yeah. people. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so yeah. No offense. <laughs> it's okay. That's a problem. We only like our our thing is about one percent. Um, just because you know, we we're basically trying to get people from Twitter right now, and I think it's a good idea to spread out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer, it's a beautiful, beautiful move there. Um, but before our Zoom call ends here, I'm gonna say goodbye to y'all. Um, I'm Zach Spencer and Jay, and we are 3ds Talk Sports. Share your our podcast, everybody. Um, your grandma, and uh, yeah, we love talking sports. So if you have any anything else, boys, you good? I'm Gucci. I'm good. Good. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Good Deuces. night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>